We are assembled here today to pay final respects to our honored dead. And yet it should be noted that in the midst of our sorrow, this death takes place in the shadow of new life, the sunrise of a new world, a world that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish. He did not feel this sacrifice a vain or empty one. And we will not debate his profound wisdom at these proceedings. Of my friend, I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered in my travels, his was the most human. Others? Team, Team Six, they killed Bin Laden, we're really glad. Team, Team Six, they're so very proud to be the team that killed Osama Bin Laden and his family. Team Six. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was my idea, but I think it worked out okay. Well, producer Mike was just saying, and I, I guess I agree, that's the one death you could really actively rejoice about in, mm-hmm. in, in you know, recent human history. I mean, outside of Hitler, who else yeah. is there? I mean, you know. And, you know, when Hit- I was curious, when Hitler died, did people go crazy he, with celebration? But did he ever really yeah. die? They kind of like, it's still kind of a mystery how it all happened, right? He, so He nobody- committed suicide. Don't they have his brain frozen in a cryogenic... Uh, <laughs> Probably, somewhere. Well, our generation wasn't able to rejoice in Hitler's death, so we had Osama. Right, right. And my parents' family with Vietnam, they never really had a Hitler-type person. There was no villain. So, you know. The villain was us. Yes. With Vietnam. Dun, dun, dun. The villain anyway, was the government. This is very non-geeky except, anyway, oh, but, but, except for our Bionic Six connection. Now, if you're a listener and you don't know Bionic Six, it is or, one of, or one if of, you work on the show and don't know Bionic <laughs> Six. It's or, from before I was born. Can okay, I live? Yes. It is it is a it is an animated series from the eighties, which is one of producer Mike's favorite cartoons. Bionic Six. Bionic And six. we did the theme song and but I said Team Six. And do you remember the image comic Team Seven? I do. Yes. That it was wasn't a, very good. Yeah. But it Other was Other than the name, no one remembers. Aaron Weissenfeld, a great artist, though, did it. Drew okay. It. Sorry, Aaron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it was totally forgettable. All right. All right. So, so we are the action room. And you, listener, have tuned in to a very special episode of Blossom. I'm sorry, a very <laughs> special episode what? of the action room. Now, I am one of your uh, trio of hosts, Tony Wolf. And I am producer Mike. And I am Thorin Moran. Thorin Moran. <laughs> now, okay, that was very awesome. She just she just made that up. She just pulled it out now yeah. uh, because she is wearing a Thor helmet. <laughs> she's pumping into the mic with it. Uh, uh, she's wearing a Thor helmet that, that she, she is... bought at Toys R Us. Yep. Yes. And she is bumping into the microphone with the little side uh, If you wings. hear this. 
every so often it's because of the wings from my helmet it, it looks really awesome i like how it looks Thanks. now now you're a big cosplayer we should yes. tell people that and you just went to boston con yes and you were what did you dress up as i was robin for day one as a part of like five different people dressed up as robin so we were robin inc and okay. then on <laughs> sunday i made an r2d2 dress so i was r2d2 for day two That's i saw awesome. your r2d2 dress that was pretty awesome thanks i made it in one night and i didn't sleep so and we are going to talk about thor because we all saw thor yeah and we're going to talk about the Boston Con later in the show. And we have nerd news. But yes. before that, we Whoa. have... This is the very special part of the very special very episode. Special. Very okay. special. Okay. <laughs> Here I get... <clears throat> Uh-oh. Oh, we no, no, no. Have paper. Producer Mike I, has an announcement to make. <laughs> okay. So as uh, the only us know, uh, the audience does not know this <laughs> yet. But um, we are ending the show. Um, for the time being. For the time being. This mm-hmm. is the last episode. Now, we have been known in the past to end the show and restart it again. Right. I'm a little bit, uh, what would you say? when Jaded? You're, no, no. When you go back and forth, you're a little bit uh, uh, schizophrenic. Um, well, you know, in the, tradition of, in the tradition of comic books, people die and come back to life all the time. Exactly. exactly. So the action room dies and comes back to life all it's the time fine. also. Thank you. That's kind of like that sketch in uh, SNL when they say it was the evil Kirk in uh, episode oh, when right. he flips out on the nerds in the right. comic con. Shatner. Um, okay. So uh, the, fir- the first thing I just wanted to say, just because a little backstory or behind the scenes that people may not know. You know, when we first started doing this show. Can we say how long it's been? Yeah. It's, it's been almost four years. Since 2007. That's cray cray. That, what? <laughs> cray, cray, cray cray is cray. crazy. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> we, we started at the very, very end months of 2006, but the yeah. show debuted in 2007. And Lauren was what? 13, I think, when we first started. When I was 2007? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? No. I was, was I 20 then? Hold on. You I think was, about that. All right. if, if only you were I was 20. 19. I was 19. Okay. All right. Uh, you, yeah, we we I, were a gleam in your eye. A teenage a, Lauren Moran. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Thorin Moran. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, all right. There, there are a few reasons that we do it. I don't know why Lauren does it. I don't know why Tony why does do it. Why do any of us do anything? <laughs> why? Okay. Well, I have, to, I have to put, there's a few reasons why anybody does anything. Money, right? Right. We definitely don't do it for the money, money because money, there is money, no money. money. By the way, we're in the middle of a, a three-hour Trump uh, celebrity apprentice. That we're missing to, that to that record missing. this. Whoa, I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> Me uh, either. Why <laughs> is it strange that you both know about that? No, because I, I told her when she came. Oh, okay. But anyway, the money uh, is not uh, is never a reality for people who do anything, I think, in entertainment for the most part, but definitely not radio. Right. Other than Howard Stern, nobody makes money in radio. The next uh, possibility is going on to Sirius or to do something for Kevin Smith's new Smodcast internet radio station that he is literally starting the day this episode airs, which is Monday, May 9th. -9th. Okay, so um, now we interviewed him. And that actually might be a possibility for us to get on his radio station. Yes, we have been pitching and we've been in touch with his people, as they say, yeah. uh, to be part of that internet radio station. And as you know, with the entertainment business, they haven't said no, so it could be a yes. <laughs> and they did actually respond to us several times. Yeah, and I'm, I'm currently talking to Jason Muse, who plays... Jay and Jay and yeah. Silent Bob, his wife, who is handling the whole thing. Right. Oh, cool. so, we figure she's the responsible one. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's the one that's running any of the She's the organized one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in any case, okay, so that's a possibility. 
So even though we're ending the show, we might actually show up there. Yes. The other uh, reason you do something is for the audience. And, you know, we have worked very hard. And just in the last few months, kind of around the time I decided that we would end the show. <laughs> we this actually, is the way it always goes with <laughs> the We actually started to get a real audience. And the audience, uh, you know, they're commenting a lot. They're really invested in it. They really like the show. And this is kind of probably the worst time to end the show because we actually have <laughs> momentum now. You know, But that won't but, stop Producer Mike. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. But I have to say thank you to all the fans. Um, and I in many ways, I think we can thank our co-host Lauren no, Moran for Lauren, a new influx of fans. Lauren oh, has definitely helped. Stop it. <laughs> um, stop no, it. but I have to say that we have the best team right now. Uh, Tony, Lauren, and myself. Uh, it's the best it's ever been. The show has been the best it's ever been. This is true. This is true. And I have to say, <laughs> if anybody gives us a chance, we have only been doing a percentage of what we're capable of. That's true. This, we are the best radio show, the best geek radio show, and maybe even best radio show on the internet. And we have only been doing a fraction of what we're capable of. Just a of. tiny bit. Now. You don't even know. <laughs> the last, the last reason you do anything. So for is it. the idea that if they clamor for our return, if they demand, like, you know, Marvel, because you demanded it, if they demand our return, will we answer the call? I guess it's a possibility. <laughs> okay. Um, there's my chink in my armor, my Thor armor. But, uh, <laughs> but the last reason you do something. It's for really, the love. Really the only reason you do something. Is, that's correct, Tony. Yeah. For the love. For the love. And uh, so the question... <laughs> that's me thumping my chest. <laughs> so, the, so the question becomes, how much work do you want to invest in something just for the love? Mm. And we've been doing this for four years. I invest a lot of time and energy in it. And I just don't want to invest a lot of time and energy <laughs> in this right now right. Uh, if it's only for the love. Because I have screenwriting and other things that I want to pursue. And I will definitely be back on to this if we can get to another level like this yeah. Kevin Smith thing. Well, that's the other like thing. That. We we have, the show has grown. Our videos uh, gained a lot of traction. Yeah, I have to years. say, when we started this, from the time we started till now, we have achieved so much. And considering we're just two or three people in a room, we don't have a support network, we don't have a professional association we're connected with, we have interviewed and had on the show and had associations with so many celebrities, and, massive, massive things. And we have created uh, you know, a name for ourselves in the community. Yes. And we have- We've branded ourselves. We have set, d mm. differentiated ourselves and separated ourselves from just the pack. Like, we are better- than the average people. We take an approach that nobody else in the geek community does where it's a sense of humor, but it's serious. We're, we're edgy, but we're not offensive. Although the one time- no, at times most we may. of the time. <laughs> at times we may be. Most of the time. Producer uh, Mike has, has been good with that balance for the most part. Uh, in any case, I just want to say that I'm very proud of the show and I'm happy uh, to be a part of it. And I, I will be happy to continue. And I hope we do continue. When um, we get to the next level. Right. That, so listen, outside world, this depends on you. If you are a listener who can help the action room get to the next level and not uh, toil away for another four years at the same level. <laughs> you know, I should have. Then let us know. I'm, 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 uh, with all this preparation, I forgot to give the Twitter name for Jason Mew's wife because that's the person you should Twitter. But you should also Twitter Kevin Smith and tell him you want to hear the action room on SIR, which is his internet podcast. That's right. Network. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. Tweet Kevin Smith. We can Tweet do Tweet Kevin Smith. We can. Kevin <laughs> we can do a whole campaign. So his, his he is that Kevin Smith. Yeah, and I think Twitter. Jason Mew's wife is named Jordan DeSanto or something, something like right? That. But yeah, at that Kevin Smith and just Twitter him. Um, Maybe we'll, we'll put Jordan Jason Jordan. We'll put Jason Mew's wife's name on our Twitter account. Right. You know, okay. in, in a post, so you can inundate them Maybe, with messages. Yeah. Tweet them. So I just want to say, as, as we end it, I have one more thing that I want to say before the nerd news. But how do you feel, Tony, that we're ending? 
Well, you know, uh, very often producer Mike comes to a conclusion, and then I resist. And then about four months later, I usually see the, the wisdom in producer Mike's conclusion that he got to a couple months before. He's, he's a producer. He's a couple steps ahead. Um, I used to be all gone. Can you just use and... the word visionary? What's, why not? What's... <laughs> um, yes, I, too, was beginning to get a little uh, uh, frustrated with the fact that we hadn't gotten to the next level. And so when producer Mike uh, suggested we end the show, I first begrudgingly, and I also thought you've you've uh, talked about ending it before, and then always rescinded or often rescinded your uh, your di- your dictum of ending it. <laughs> My dictum. You, you've issued a, you've issued a proclamation. <laughs> Please, and, we have a lady present. Okay, <laughs> and then you've rescinded it. But uh, yeah, I think shortly before the Kevin Smith thing, I too was feeling like you know we can end it. But you had a great time doing the show. Well, of course, I'm just talking about the ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The action room has been a uh, fantastic part of my existence as a human on this uh, earth. And, uh, you know, we had a great time. I've learned a lot about the art of uh, hosting, interviewing. Um, we've interviewed and, and, and dealt with so many different people from all walks of life, all walks of geekdom even. Let's face it, Tony. Without the show, you have no identity, okay? <laughs> what are you going to do now? That's well, I'm going to continue to blaze one. my trail as an actor. and as Yes, a, you're an amazing actor. I will say you're an amazing writer. That's up to you to well, pursue. Well, thank you, yes. Um, I will cultivate my writing projects. And uh, now the, the newest person is Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a new person. I'm pretty new. How do you feel? I'm kind of bummed because yes. this is something that like... I mean, when I was brought into it, I was first brought here as a guest that you, I don't even know why you guys wanted me as a guest, because I was just some girl you met at the Jim Lee thing, and I don't know, I really enjoy doing this. It's fun, part of my Sundays, and... Yeah. Uh, we originally met her, she, Jim Lee, we interviewed Jim Lee, and she won a Jim Lee autographed picture. Mm-hmm. The Jim Lee sketch. Coffee and a sketch with Jim Lee. At Midtown Comics. Yes. Who also, we want to thank Midtown Comics, they've been oh, yeah, great they've been friends great. and a great support. Zoe, yes. yeah. Um, all right, so you're a little bummed. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right. But uh, but you never know, like a phoenix from the ashes. You never know. <laughs> to pull um, a Jason Todd and come back right. from the dead. Now, also, I just feel <clears throat> like we should review a couple of things that the Action Room has achieved or had done. We've had at least three or four game shows on the on the radio show. Mm. We've had uh, Helen, which, which are a geek dating game. We had a geek newlywed newlywed game. game. And the Superman trivia. We've done contest. a lot of trivia contests. We had yeah. a trivia contest with Alan Kistler, who we also want to thank. Uh, we've had Helen of HelenTunes.com perform acoustic guitar renditions. One of them was Bionic 6, which yes, we did earlier. Of amazing <laughs> 80s cartoon theme songs. That's awesome. Uh, we've had... Uh, Jason, We've done a lot of stuff. Jason Liebig on the show. Yeah. We've had David Arquette on the show. Kevin Smith, Olivia Munn, Stan Lee. Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. I mean, the list goes on and yeah. on. You know? It just goes on. I Gary th- Coleman when he was alive <laughs> and he was with us. Okay, the one thing I want to promote. This is this is I'm going to get on my soapbox for a little bit, but I feel I can use this forum. Uh, is this to, Less Tech, More Life? Yes, this is my announcement for Less Tech, More Life, which is my movement that I feel very passionate about, and this is going to be something that I pursue now that we're off the air. And uh, Tony, as he said earlier, about five seconds ago, he says I am a visionary, and I'm ahead of the game. So, <laughs> Or did you put that word in my mouth? If, no, you are a visionary, but it was think, entertaining how you put it dirty. in my mouth. If you think I'm crazy, that's okay. If that, you think I'm crazy, <laughs> if you think I'm crazy. I'm about Okay. So I just want to uh, explain a little bit about Less Tech, More Life, and I will try to keep it under about three minutes. Um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the whole concept is the awareness uh, for people, you know, as t- uh, we are more and more dependent on technology, I want people to be aware of this 
so that they don't become slaves to technology. And I think this is becoming more and more apparent to people who even might think that concept is crazy because of all the things that are happening in the news. One thing is recently Sony's PlayStation uh, network was hacked mm -hmm. and all these people lost their credit card information. Yanks leak uh, personal info of 20,000 ticket holders. That just happened a little while ago. The Avengers script was leaked online. and, and Well, uh, you know that's going to happen. When no, it's but a movie those kinds of things, everything being free, the entertainment industry, which I still say is going to end in 2012, which I've said for a while. You um, think everything's going to end in 2012? There, there's a dawn. I am the dawn. Okay, and... Tracking <laughs> the dawn or the dawn? Uh, yes, I'm also uh, part of the mob. But texting, <laughs> texting while driving has become a big thing, like drinking and driving during the 80s. They are seeing that uh, as being a serious thing. People are dying. Um, uh, so this whole idea of paranoia, uh, uh, tracking your kids, your teenagers and stuff with cell phones and stuff, parents and stuff. Oh, I Steve just, Jobs, the fact that the Apple uh, iPhones are being accused now of tracking your locations. All this stuff. I just have to, if you don't think the Sony PlayStation Network is, is uh, an example of things to come where when our, all of our lives, you know, TV, less and less people are buying TVs now. Less and less people are getting a cable. Everybody's doing everything online. When our whole life is online, in the cloud and it's hacked into, we're fucked. Beyond everything else, the lack of focus, people are distracted. I just think that technology is a great thing. We should use it as a tool, but we should control it, not have it control us. And I'm very passionate about this. And just like Al Gore was to global warming, just like Jamie <laughs> Oliver was to the food revolution, just like Jamie Ralph Oliver. Nader is to government, which by the way, I saw Morgan Spurlock's uh, The Greatest Movie Ever Sold, I was telling Lauren, and that is a great movie. This is more about the same stuff that I'm talking about, how advertising is controlling our lives, mm. and Ralph Nader uh, was on it, and he's great. Ralph Nader's controlling my life. I, I'm a little, I have a Ralph Nader, like a puppet stick behind so, me. So, the, all, these th <laughs> all these things, all these things are the kinds of things where these people take on these, you know, these beliefs and these missions early on, and people think you're crazy. There is no global warming. There is no problem. But changing the habits of people from eating fast food to vegetables, or you know, voting for the right people, or you know, becoming environmentally, you know, uh, acknowledging environment uh, green, uh, you know, right. all that kind of shit. Um, and even in minor threat, Ian McKay, he started the straight edge movement, which was probably, I mean, what was that? That was all about not drinking, not smoking, don't not smoke, doing drugs. Don't drink, don't fuck. At least I can. Yeah. Thing. How uncool is? <laughs> that and he made kids like that so the idea is that the most uncool thing nowadays is to be anti-technology and to put down your cell phone and so it, it, it's gonna it's gonna work it just needs some time um and just call me the john connor of this movement who was the guy who led uh, the rise up against the robot so you're all about, all about the balance yeah i'm all about the balance but i'm gonna have fun this is about the most punk rock thing you can do is to be against technology and i'm i'm, I'm about to do it so let's have some fun and let's go to the nerd news. Nerd news. What was that producer Mike was saying about not eating fast food or something? Let's check a McNuggets. And you're texting while you're doing it. Oh yeah, hold on, I got to check. And you're driving. Fucking driving. Oh sorry, I was just driving into the action. It was a drive-through. All right. Anyway. Anyway. You're killing yeah. baby seals while you do. Stop. That's all, you know, producer Mike. Producer Mike says it's it's not about being anti-technology, but then he says it is about anti-technology. But it's all about balance. Yeah, it's all about balance. But, but we're you, ending the show because it's on the internet, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> That's right. the real reason. Yeah. As of, without the internet, we wouldn't exist. I was just yeah. going to say I forgot the main thing is that we are an offline movement, but 
if you want to send me a P.O. Box uh, letter or something, uh, go to lesstechmorelife.com. And that's the oh, only... Oh, you got a P.O. Box. Can thing. we get yeah. real fan mail? That would be so awesome. That would be cool. Yes, yeah, okay. be the first to send us a real pic- <laughs> a real physical fan mail. Okay. Lauren was uh, playing with a little piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she created this awesome toy with a little piece of paper. Okay. She has been tasered. So, uh... <laughs> Speaking of tasers, don't tasering. tase me, bro. Okay. Stop clubbing, baby seals. I saw a picture of baby seals in a club, and you just put "stop clubbing, comma baby seals." <laughs> nice. All right. Leave it to See, Laura. but that's why the internet's great because you find things like that. It's true. You're going to have this, to do without that. Stop the <laughs> clubbing, baby seals. This is why you need to demand the action room's return so you can hear more of Lauren Moran's and, laughter. Exactly. And she's, and she's doing all of this. Yeah, the best addition to this whole show has been Lauren's laughter, I yeah. have to say. Yeah. But, uh, but the uh, the best thing is while she says all this, she has this Thor. Uh, no. Oh, and she's also making mustaches yeah. with her hair. Okay, so we also have the Thor uh, movie. Let's yes. review it. We all um, saw it in separately we all saw it in yes. different uh the, the saddest thing of the experience for me i don't know what it was like for you guys but when the trailer for transformers was on people applauded it and really? that's the thing that scared there me. wasn't any transformer trailers when i went to oh see maybe okay. yeah i didn't have a trailer. there's also a new green lantern trailer it looks just like the other one so okay mm-hmm. i had the green lantern trailer there i had the green lantern trailer but it was the very first one that premiered but i still screamed oh, okay. and i was like oh my god but I was the only one in the theater that Let, was freaking out. Let's start with Tony because you're a big fan of Marvel. Yes. And you're a big fan. <clears throat> I'm of- a huge Thor fan. Uh, I grew up reading the Walt Simonson Thor comic run in the 1980s, which is the definitive uh, Thor comic run in all of comic history. I know that the writers, <clears throat> pardon me, that chicken McNugget. <clears throat> <laughs> The writers were very influenced by Walt Simonson's uh, Thor run, and you really see it in the film. Okay, I would say that uh, place me with the the group of people that says this is a solid B-plus movie, maybe an A-minus in terms of the translation of the character. And like Iron Man, this was a... uh, We need some water. This was a a situation where they had to uh, educate uh, uh, the American public about a, a B-level character, which people did not really know about. Mm-hmm. Before Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, the average, you know, uh, the average father, mother, uh, housewife, whatever, no one knew Iron Man. And know? also, for people that did know Iron Man, I mean, nobody thought they would pull this off. It was going to, we just assumed it was going to be cheesy. Yeah. But yeah. it looked great. Right. I mean, I now, it was Now, with Thor, you've got a I lot of, so. you've got a lot of <laughs> mythology to explain. You've got a lot of backstory. I, I think in that they succeeded dramatically. I mean, you really got everything that works about Thor. You've got Asgard, you've got Loki, you've got all the supporting characters. You've got the relationship between Earth and Asgard and the Rainbow Bridge and Heimdall. And, you know, so overall, very entertaining, very fun. Chris Hemsworth, perfectly cast. Really, really uh, wonderful. Seeing Anthony Hopkins as Odin is one of the greatest uh, pleasures mm-hmm. I think a comic book fan can have. Stan Lee's cameo was hilarious. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski, who rebooted Thor for Marvel about four years ago, is in the film with a great cameo as the first human to discover the hammer and trying to uh, trying to extricate it. Yes, the movie is very... Okay, what didn't you like about it? Well, the movie's very tied into S.H.I.E.L.D. and building up to the Avengers movie. I found that less intrusive here than it was, say, in Iron Man 2. And I liked Iron Man 2 a lot. Mm-hmm. Um my only critique is that certain things just 
felt a little by the numbers. Mm -hmm. The romance with Jane Foster, a little by the numbers. Natalie Portman was just so, like, giddy and so, like, I mean, yes, he is a handsome guy, and, yeah, he's huge. and he's I'd react that way. Well, okay, well, there you go. Certain things were just a little uh, Tony doesn't know what that reaction is like. (laughs) Oh. No, you know what was was cool and was classy was when he goes, I'll come back for you, Mm -hmm. and then he kisses her hand instead. That was very classy and very cool. And she just went And then she just attacks him. Okay. But uh, overall, very entertaining. A little by the numbers. These Marvel movies, when they have their final climactic fight scene, uh, especially with the Destroyer, I was so glad they put the Destroyer. He in was there. great. That and he looked exactly like the Jack Kirby Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. But then it just becomes two guys fighting or shooting energy blasts at each other. Like it's really hard, I think, to make comic book fights exciting on screen because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just I throw you across the room, you shoot some energy bolts at me. I throw you across the room again. <laughs> right, know, right, right, right. Um, okay, so well, very, very entertaining, I would say. And my, they really got everything that works about Thor across to the public in a, okay, in a, so, in a great way. So my take on it, just real quick, um, is that I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. But what I will say, as Tony continues to eat his chicken McNuggets, <laughs> is uh, that I actually thought the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff was a bit much. And the thing is, they have to do that. They have to prepare people for Avengers. But for me, it's becoming like these movies, and I hope Captain America doesn't have the same issue. They're becoming commercials for the Avengers movie. It's like it's almost like this movie wasn't finished. And it's like I, I think now for the first time, whereas I don't actually think it was a problem with Iron Man. I think he did it okay. But I can also see why John Favreau had a problem with them asking him to put so much in there. Is uh, is that now it's it's se- it's seeming like they're not able to just do complete movies. They have to just, you know, uh, you know, even at the end, they were like, Thor is going to be in the Avengers movie. It's like, why do I have to know that? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but that's a throwback to the old days where it was like, James Bond will return in the living daylights. I mean, that's... still, the point is, if you complete it, I just felt it wasn't complete. It didn't end. It like ended, but it didn't end in a way where it was a completed film. It ended, it ended in a way where it's like, OK, I got to see the Avengers movie. It's just well, I don't know. I was left a little bit, you know, but uh, to a large degree, these are like chapters in a comic book series. No, and, I agree, and I know. think something like Iron Man worked, but I think you still have to make a complete movie and mm. onto its own because we know he's we, he's going to be in the right. Avengers movie. I just think they're focusing too much on that. Well, one quick thing about that, I was thinking about that as I watched it, but here the Shield stuff, the Shield characters, they really almost served as like a fake villain mm-hmm. because what what does Jane Foster have to sort of struggle against when Thor's not around? Or when nothing is, ha- you know, her struggle, the reason she goes back to try to find Thor in the first place and defies all logic in going back to this crazy, apparently homeless guy is because S.H.I.E.L.D. takes her stuff. That's her motivation. She has nothing left to lose. So it did provide really a plot motivation. It did. It wasn't bad. I just And felt- then he's got to struggle to get to the hammer as opposed to just, oh, there it is. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no. I think they left you hanging and they were supposed to leave you hanging, but I didn't like that. But what did you think, Lauren? Um, I mean, this is coming from someone who doesn't know anything about Marvel. Like the few, I did pick up on a couple things. Like I got the Hawkeye reference without even like knowing anything about mm-hmm. like the time between Hawkeye and Thor. I didn't know that there was any association, but I I picked up on that and I loved it. I thought it was an awesome movie. I didn't know anything about Thor and I learned a lot about the character, which I really liked. But I thought that the final fight scene was the first fight scene in the beginning where I don't know any of the name, but like the ice people, the frost giants, the frost yeah. giants. Yeah, when he went, I thought that fight scene 
ending was much better than the very final one. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was kind of a bummer that like I, I was expecting the like the final fight scene to be this huge like awesome thing when it was just you know Thor battling a robot and he just kind of got thrown around. But I really really enjoyed it and I'd like to it, see it again. It was definitely better than I thought it would. Well, be. Well, also yeah. the real final fight scene is Thor versus Loki. Yeah, but that well, yeah. you know, as good as Tom Hiddleston was, there was that one moment. I think it's a script moment where Thor was like, "You're insane." He was like, "Insane? Yeah, yeah, Am yeah. I insane? Am I mad?" And yeah, it was the just script a very was, the, cliche. There were parts where the script was a little cheesy. Yeah. Kind of the like scripts that. of both Iron Man movies were sharper, I think, in yeah. general in terms of the dialogue. Yeah, there was a little. This. There was a little bit of cheese, and I say that's Kenneth Branagh's uh, problem. What, I what What would you say? Uh, I mean, I just wanted to know: Is that how people in the comic book get to Earth from Asgard? This like device thing? Is no. That, well, that's one of the weird things. I mean, in the comics, and some fans have, have talked about this. And by the way, have you ever bought an Asgard? It's, it's no. good. It guards <laughs> when your you're, When you're walking well. around Christopher Street. Sorry, that's in New York. Oh, right. okay, go ahead. Anyway, oh um, <laughs> the, in the comics, Asgard is like another this magic. Is, by the way, I just want to say, this is why we mainly have Lauren on the show. We might have said this before. She laughs at all my horrible jokes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she half laughs at, at some of them. Yeah, that's enough. Right? But... Uh, um, in the comics, Asgard is another magical dimension. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a. Uh, so how heavens. do people ever get there? Well, they to do Earth. the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, okay. But it's not represented by like a device, or it's not. You just you just magically go. I have there. to say, I loved how they used it. And you, when he was speeding toward Earth, that was awesome. I just right. I love that. Well, one thing mm-hmm. that's odd is that the uh, the the Heimdall and the the Rainbow Bridge. There's not supposed to be this little clockwork device right. that looks like a little, I don't know what that was, like a little drinking bird that like dive, dips its head down into the glass. Um, but I think they had that little spout there so that it was more dramatic when it fell apart, that you Did they could have, see it really breaking apart. Is that apart. character who kind of runs it? Is, is he oh, a real he's, person? Heimdall is oh, okay. a main, yeah. He, he's the keeper of the, the, the Rainbow Bridge, the keeper of the transition between the worlds. Okay, before we go on too long... That's our review of, of Thor. <laughs> Let's just quickly talk about the Boston Comic Con that Lauren was at. And would, Now, is this the first kind of convention of the year? Is this start the, se- um, the season kind of? Yeah, I guess this is the first one that I've been to this season. And Anime Boston was before it. So, like, Boston was already in that kind of, like, convention sort of mood. But um, it was awesome. I got to meet my favorite artist, Tim Sale. And That's oh, awesome. Oh, my God. I lost my mind. <laughs> Did he sketch uh, a little something for you? He, yeah, when I um, I got, a, like, a couple comics signed by him. I was the last person at his table. And, like, I told him that I wanted to get a tattoo of, like, that little Catwoman like eye and the whiskers that he did and he was like well let me draw a nice one for you so you can bring so like I got a small one of those and I like was dying so and like I don't know it was really cool to talk to him about like his art and we talked about Catwoman in Rome and uh it was just awesome now on, on the scale of losing your mind because you lose your mind a lot so <laughs> one to five how what would you say I was probably a four maybe wow yeah, a four like I, a but, but the cool thing is, is that he was super super sweet to me and he wasn't like you know all right lady right, chill right. out like he was completely like into it he was like having a really vivid conversation with with me so it was a very nerdgasm moment for me and right. and then i heard you were in the newspaper yeah we were um you were yes if i tweeted about it i like i retweeted what betty did but like a little newspaper like we got interviewed and we got a picture in our robin costume That's awesome. so yeah it was and you cosplayed sweet. as robin and yes robin and r2d2 so that now what me. is what is next for people if we aren't on the air where where can people see you now? By the way, we will probably all, or it's a good possibility that we're all going to be at San Diego Convention in July, right. right? Yeah. But where where else are you going? I'm going to the Philly Con the weekend of June 17th, so mm-hmm. I'll be there. And then what else is coming up? I think that's the only other one that I New have. York eventually. New York, York Comic Con in October too. Yeah. Any costumes that you want to talk about that you might be uh, coming as? I like to give them a secret just because I have plans, but I don't know if I can actually pull them off. So are you we'll currently see. working on any? 
Not yet, because okay. I'm a slow. How, how long do you need on a costume? I mean, I did those two in one night each. Wow. So the I Robin mean, costume. The also. Robin costume I did in one night. The R two I did in one night. But like, usually, I like I like to plan ahead and get things better. But just finals have been fucking my life lately. So I. Wow. <laughs> They've been FMLing your life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, well, As opposed to OBLing your life. <laughs> but also, so would you say for all the cons you've been to, was Boston one of the best ones? Boston or? was one of the best. It was, it, you know, it was it was smaller than New York, but it was fun. It was you know everyone was super nice it was a great time and lots of kids in costumes oh my god the kids were the best there was a little tiny speedy and a little tiny captain america who saluted us when he left and said see you later soldiers and <laughs> i died yeah that was the how best. little how little he was like you know this big he was like maybe okay, you're five on or the radio six. he was like maybe he was like five or six years old and like oh. went like he was like oh can i get a picture with you guys and like he jumped and like got in a fighting pose and yeah, he's you'd saluted. be the greatest superhero, Lauren. I, I have to say, because <laughs> uh, you'd have all these people wanting to be just like you, and it'd just be awesome. Um, uh, so and Lauren is continuing to hone her artistic skills, trying in to. school. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, we should also talk about it when if we're on off the air. Where can people contact you, Lauren Moran at Twitter? Or yeah, Tumblr? everything is Lauren Moran. Lauren Moran at Twitter. Lauren Moran. Tony, what do you got? Lauren Moran. Thorn Moran. Uh, I'm at Tony Wolfness on Twitter, and I'm on Facebook. But you have to really know me to be on Facebook because I have a different name on Facebook than is my real name. He has a different mm. alias. Yes, yeah. See, I, don't, I don't. I don't always throw it out there that uh, I, Twitter. Twitter. You can do Twitter t- at Tony Wolfness. Okay, and of course N E S S. I'm unplugging, so you can't see me anywhere but yes, offline. Yes. Um, <laughs> the uh, so let's after that let's take one one break here. And, oh, we uh, also just want to give a thank you and shout out to our former co-hosts and prior co-hosts, everyone that's been part of the show, Afua Richardson, mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Smolens, mm-hmm. uh, Jenny Geek Goddess, mm-hmm. and is that everyone? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We've had four co-hosts, but Lauren's the best. Of Lauren course. is the best. Aw, thanks guys. Okay. Lauren Moran. So when we come back, we will celebrate the end and maybe the beginning of something new for the action room. All right. Ba-ba-ba. It's the end. We're back, and just like at the end of uh, Star Trek Four, when they're seeing the Starship Enterprise go down in flames as they watch their beloved ship die, oh, when and Spock crash dies, and burn. right? When Spock dies, <laughs> I'm shedding a tear, looking around the action room studio. But you haven't lost your appetite. You're eating tons of chicken McNuggets. <laughs> well, I didn't eat very much today, so uh, I walked across the uh, Williamsburg Bridge. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Okay, and uh, there are new fans of our show. I'm so going. That was okay, really cool. So we're about to celebrate. The end of the show because we don't want it to go on a downer. And uh, so I want you guys, hopefully it's not dead air, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to get something really quick. And uh, so keep talking, guys. All right. <clears throat> okay. Do you think it's an action room cake? I hope so. Do you think it's an act? Did he get us a monkey? Maybe producer Mike. If he got, got a us fucking a monkey. monkey, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to be so. <laughs> Will that be happy. a five out of five on the losing mind? Probably scale? a five out of five. If a monkey came in here. All right. I think it'd be pretty stoked, especially if the monkey was in like a fucking Robin costume. 
Oh, Whoa. it is a cake. It is an action Whoa. room cake. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's Spider-Man candles. Whoa. Oh, look at that. All right, I'm going right, to get a picture of the action room cake. Where Bust out the phones. Okay, they're all going to take pictures. I, I got a cake at uh, the food emporium. <laughs> And this, is, this is a part of technology we can enjoy, yeah, right? Yes, this is. Although you can't take. Is this okay, Mike? Is this legit? My parents are coming in. They're going to take pictures of us. Uh, we got a, I got a cake. It says the action room on it. And it's got. It's, <laughs> it's got, got Spidey candles. It's got Spider-Man ca- candles. So. Uh, yeah, let's all that. enjoy it. Um, I, I you know, my, my parents have been an integral part of this <laughs> yes, show. Say, say, say hello, on mom. Say on hi, the air real quick. Here. Hello. <laughs> and dad, do you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's taking pictures of us. Um, okay, so, so let's okay, so take action to, shots. So Tony, action shots of the you could cut the cake. I will cut the cake. You Do the First initial cut. Oh, we have to cut the candles. Okay, everybody. Right. I feel like we should sing happy birthday. Well, not happy birthday, but let's... let's uh, <laughs> happy <laughs> death day <laughs> to <laughs> you. Let's celebrate right. the action room. Let's all blow out the candles. One, two, two three. three. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the blowing noise. Celebrate <laughs> Spider-Man. Okay, awesome. All right, so by the uh, way, do we have an exclusive from the Spider-Man set? Oh, you know what's funny? I I no, but uh, <laughs> but I did visit um uh, near tail. the Hudson River or uh, the Hudson Bridge or something like that. Right. I saw that they were building this enormous graffiti wall or something, oh. and it's interesting because they have to like make. Uh, you know, I guess uh, what you call it, um, alleyways that don't exist. You are a horrible cutter. I'm uh, no, I'm going. I'm going around the thing. Don't, Hold on. Don't, well, don't use the fork. Don't fight over a knife, you <laughs> sons of bitches! What are you doing? Here Let's just go. fight over. Oh my god. You're talking oh, about the action. By the way, I saw a fucking picture of um, Andrew Garfield like in the Spider-Man costume, and he was right. hold- not the Spider-Man costume, but like Peter Parker. And I guess they tried to make him like a skate rat or something. And oh, he's yeah, holding. Yeah, yeah. The skateboard with the mall grip, which obviously shows that he doesn't know what he's doing, and that just makes me mad. Wait, the mall grip? Define mall grip. the mall grip. It's mall grip is when you hold the grip tape towards your clothes, so it tears up your clothes. You know what I mean? And it's like not hold. I don't know. Just mm. all right. So I'm cutting yeah. the cake into uh, eight pieces. Yes, or the so. cutting is happening. It is. Ha- don't cut wires. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> that would be bad. I'm cutting the wire yeah. to the <laughs> action. This is how we're ending right. the broadcast. <laughs> just cutting all the wires. <laughs> All right. Look All at right. that, Aww. Tony. Go for it. Is there? Give us is, each that, a piece. is that the eighth? Okay. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just take it. You can give uh, a plate. Thank you very much, Lauren. You're welcome. All right. Let's go. So, what uh, kind of cake is this? I think it's lemon or something. I didn't want to get <laughs> chocolate because I don't like chocolate. Lauren, you so. can have the ack. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let me get this fork. Let me get some and, fork uh, action here. Can I get right. one fork here? Yeah. Oh, nope. Can. You have to eat it with your bare hands. <laughs> You're just the producer with and your creator. bare hands. <laughs> okay. You so, have the hands of really a bear. Like, and you have to eat producer them. Producer Mike, okay. you will get the unroom. Because Ooh. it is the unroom. <laughs> and I will okay. get T and A. How is it, Lauren? <laughs> it's good. It's a good cake. Okay. It is delicious. Yes. Happy right. Mother's Day, by the way. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's Happy Mother's welcome. Day. To all you action mothers out there. <laughs> to all you action room mamas out there. <laughs> okay. Mamas, mamas, oh, that's pretty mamas. good. It's very lemony. What do you mm-hmm. think? Quickly, Tony, as we end the broadcast, how I, is it? My review of this cake is that yeah. it, it was great and it needs less shield set up. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? It's good? Great. No, okay, good, good. I, I, think, I don't want I think so much shield, 20% though. of this broadcast has been you with your mouthful of uh, food. That's right. As okay. well it should be. So we're ending the show. Any last words? That... Okay, okay, hold on. Ooh. <laughs> Which one is that? That's a game show ending oh, yeah, from yeah. the 80s. Okay. So you didn't know Bionic 6, but you know that. That's the Price is Right. Yeah, that's still price going on. Price is Right. Anyway, yeah. anything, any last words that anybody wants to say, Tony? I will say the action room will return in the Avengers film. <laughs> He's very positive. Lauren? <laughs> I like turtles. 
turtles. And <laughs> I will say I had an awesome time. I hope we're back. Kevin Smith, give us a chance. And Please, Kevin Smith. Everybody tweet Kevin Smith. The action room is dead. Long live the action room. <laughs> and uh, I love you all. See you later. Yes. Bye.